1: This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest
2: winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSAN and VSAN.com, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And my partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado, as we get ready to take you through the next four hours of the divisional weekend in the NFL. The breakdown, the forecast, the handicap, everything involved here for the Final Four, if you will, this weekend. Happy NFL Sunday to you once again, Mr. Salinas. And the final game of the divisional round weekend is underway at Arrowhead Stadium, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting The Buffalo Bills and some Chiefs money came in late at the close here. This was all the way down to Bill's minor, excuse me, Bill's plus one but the Chiefs close as two and a half point favorites and the total ticked up as well it closed at 54 and a half right now the Bills got the ball first and scored on their first possession they take a seven to nothing lead and Kansas City now coming right back and threatening with about three minutes left in the first quarter they're facing a third down here trailing 70 nothing James well
2: and both teams are going to be in the mindset of it's four downs. We're not looking here and trying to move on to the AFC championship game, which whichever team wins this football game will be hosting a week from Sunday. It's four down territory. We saw that with the Bills, their opening drive, very methodical. A number of conversions on third and fourth down to get in there get the touchdown early to Singletary off the run on fourth and goal right around the two. And I think we're going to see that throughout this game that these teams are here. Obviously, you're Gonna to have to score touchdowns to win it, and I think for Mahomes right now, it's not about the passing game for Patrick Mahomes, Brady. It's all about the run game here, and it looks like he just. Uh, we'll see, we'll see, but it looks like they're calling it good on the, on the field, calling it a touchdown rushing for Patrick Mahomes that looked like to tie this game up. Yeah, they're now
0: calling it touchdown. They'll look at this review here, but uh, it does indeed look like a touchdown. He dives for the yep. pile on there, and uh, pending Harrison Butker's extra point we should have a tie contest here late into the first quarter. So both teams go on long drives here, uh, trying to keep the other very powerful offense off the field. The Bills certainly did that to begin the game, a seven-minute drive. As you mentioned, Devin Singletary punches it in for the score to put the Bills on the board first, and now Butker on to try and tie this game up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Just two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. That is indeed up and through the uprights and good In your live market here, James, the Chiefs return to the favorite. The Bills went up to a one and a half point favorite after their score. Now the Chiefs, a one and a half point favorite, and your total is 10 points over, or excuse me, four points over where we were at the close, now up to 58 and a half. And I want to know if you have any position on this game. I know you have a couple of prop bets. Uh, You have Patrick Mahomes for over 281 yards, 281 and a half yards passing. You're also at uh, over the total, and you got a good number there at fifty-three and a half. You know I'm on the Bills plus two points. Did you do anything between when we previewed this
2: game and now? (laughs) Of course I did, Mr. Brady. You know (laughs) it is. Yeah, we have our best bets, and we throw those in on Friday. But we know the real action is on game day, and sometimes in game. So I haven't bet anything in game. So basically, here's what I got. You mentioned Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Hell, I should have went on the rushing yards. He went way over his total. I think his total is right around 25. He cashed that in the, uh, on his first drive here. I think he's probably got close to 45 or 50 yards rushing. So, But I do have a dime on 281.5 passing yards for Mahomes. I do have two dimes on 53.5 as far as the complete total for the four quarters is concerned. And then we fired away here. I was able to get in Last game with Tom Brady, plus 12 and a half with the Bucks, and I rolled that over, so I've got eight dimes right now sitting at 27 points in the first half to bet the total over. Yes, those were two long drives, but... Definitely both of those both those drives, at least for my sake, to get over that 27 in the first half resulted in touchdowns.
0: All right. Well, we've got 14 points on the board. with still about two and a half minutes left in the first quarter. A couple more touchdowns, and you will get home, my friend. By the way, the in-game total has just ticked down a touch to 57 and a half. The Chiefs still a one and a half point favorite in the live market. Uh, how about some player props that uh, we looked at in our preview of this game? We talked about Travis Kelsey going over his receiving yards of 70 and a half. It just seemed like it's such a given that Travis Kelsey will be a big part of any Chiefs game. And 70 and a half yards seemed a little light to me. Another one I was uh, touting on our preview show was Devin Singletary to go over his rushing yard total. It was at 60 and a half. It has ticked up to 61 and a half. Our producer, Dan Miller, and I were talking just before the show. I thought Devin Singletary was a decent bet at 9-1 to one to score the first touchdown. We kind of like Josh Allen or Singletary to score the first touchdown of the game, and it looked like it could be either one of them. Devin Singletary ends up cashing that ticket. And so far, we've seen really good offensive uh, production out of Singletary, both catching passes and running the ball. James, he could be on his way to over 60-plus yards rushing.
2: Well, both ways. Not only rushing the football, three carries, nine yards with that touchdown on fourth down. Three receptions for 32 yards. Uh, But I think for both of these teams, they're in touchdown mode. They know field goals. This is not The yesterday's AFC Divisional game where Cincinnati can go ahead and kick four field goals and move on to the AFC Championship game. In my mind, Brady, this is the AFC Championship game right here in Arrowhead. Tonight, Sunday Night Football that we're going to be talking about for the next four hours. And they know they've got to win this football game. You're not going to win it on the leg of your kicker. Maybe at the end of the game, what we've seen all three of these Divisional games come down to with the field goal kicker have to step in and finish the game. But as far as in between those four quarters, it's going to have to be putting points up on the board. And we're talking about the live line. And yes, those two drives really resulted in some long standing drives. Kind of interesting to see that, thinking about the Bills and their defense, the fact that Mahomes was able to rush for 49 yards. We saw in the first matchup back in week five, the Bills played a lot of two high safeties, a lot of coverage, a lot of zone coverage. And in this case here, because they were in a lot of man coverage this first drive, Mahomes took advantage of it. Nothing down the field, locked up man, double teams probably on Kelsey. You know they were doubling Kelsey along the slot and inside the numbers, but now Mahomes able to use his legs and get outside. We'll see what the adjustments. This game, Brady, is gonna be a lot of adjustments from the coaching staff. This is going to be a lot of fun looking at the X's and O's and which coaching staff can make the right adjustments as we proceed through this game
0: well one interesting development Tyron Matthew was injured on that first drive by the Buffalo Bills it was fourth and short and Josh Allen ran the ball for the first down he dived to try and tackle Josh Allen and one of his own teammates uh, caught him with a knee in the head and the report is now that uh, Tyron Matthew does have a head injury and is questionable to return. What does that mean for you? Obviously, that's a big part of that defensive secondary for the Chiefs. Is that a big advantage of the uh, for the Buffalo Bills or do
2: you think the Chiefs can make up for
0: that on the
2: defensive side of the ball? Now, it's a huge loss for the Chiefs. He's the defensive leader on the backside in that secondary. The, and he plays a lot of robber coverage, right? So they'll disguise a lot of looks. We know Coach Spagnolo is going to throw a lot of different defensive fronts at the line of scrimmage and then back off into a number of different coverages. And sometimes you're, if you're Josh Allen, you might think you're in two-man. You might think you're in you're in quarters. And all of a sudden, here comes, here comes Honey Badger jumping into the robber spot and being very aggressive because that's how he plays. He's a very aggressive... He's He's a gambler by nature. That's just who he is. So I think with Honey Badger out of there, it's going to be interesting Interesting to see for the Chiefs on the back end how they mix up their coverages because I think with with Matthew in on the field for this team in that secondary, it allows Spagnola to use so many different looks at the line of scrimmage.
0: Ticking down in the final seconds of the first quarter here, we'll see if the Bills are going to run a play. It looks like they will not. And we will finish the first quarter tied at seven apiece. The Chiefs, a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. They've taken the total down. Now they post it up again here, and you have under, or excuse me, total of 55-and-a-half. So it's ticked down a little bit from where we were. We got as high as 58-and-a-half when these teams were going back and forth scoring in the first quarter, and now it ticks up to 56-and-a-half. So still a few points over where it was prior to kickoff at the closing number of 54 and a half. James, we talked about a coming-back-down-to-earth scenario, if you will, for both of these teams uh, off of their performances in the wild card round. Of course, the Buffalo Bills really had an outlier performance in their win over the Patriots, and Patrick Mahomes, all he did was throw for over 400 yards and five touchdowns against the Steelers. Uh, it doesn't look like they're slowing down
2: just yet with one quarter in the books. No, and I think both these teams know that they won't say it. And we're They won't say it within the media, and they're definitely not going to say it out there uh, pregame when it comes to is this the actual AFC championship game. But both these teams know now that Tennessee, the number one seed in the AFC, is gone, whoever wins this game is going to be hosting the chance to go to the Super Bowl to represent the AFC conference, and I think for for these teams they know each other so well they 've played each other over the last couple of years and and it 's all a game it's x 's and O 's and x's and the coaching really we know what we 're going to see at a at a buffalo it 's Josh allen whether it 's going to be facilitating through the running game he ran they had a couple draws for him as well. Both these teams are going to rely on their quarterbacks. It's going to be so interesting to see over the next last three quarters here, the next 45 minutes of gameplay, how these X's and O's and the adjustments made on both sides of the football really play out. Yes, you've got two of the hottest quarterbacks in the league, young quarterbacks. This isn't going to be the last time we see these two teams dueling out to get to the Super Bowl, Brady.
0: I think in that first quarter, one thing I took away is the Bills' defense looked a little bit better than KC's. The one thing they could not defend was Patrick Mahomes running the ball. You mentioned how many rushing yards he was able to accumulate there early in the game. That was not necessarily expected by us or the odds makers with his rushing prop total up there at about 25 yards or so. That's one area that the Buffalo defense will have to account for starting with the second quarter. They've got the ball in a tie game, 7-7 Seven with the Chiefs. When we come back, Vinny Malayulo from Gone Gaming joins us right here on the Pro Football Blitz. We'll be right back.
3: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton... Is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are you know who's really gets Creighton, you don't watch Creighton?
1: This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady
4: Cannon and James Salinas on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: VSIN has a great new offer to help you make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April the 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcncom slash big deal to sign up today. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, keeping tabs on the AFC Divisional Round game at Arrowhead Stadium between the Chiefs and the Bills. The Chiefs were able to stop the drive there for Buffalo, but Buffalo gets a really good punt there, pinning the Chiefs back inside their own five-yard line. We're just into the second quarter, 12 minutes to go in the second quarter, 7-7 ball game. Kansas City a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market, and your total right where we started before kickoff at 54 and a half. Right now, we want to get the odds maker's view of the divisional round, and we check in with our man, Vinny Malayulo. He's the chief odds maker for Gone Gaming and a colleague of ours here at VSIN. Vinny, great to have you on the program, and of course, a very exciting game kicking off here at Arrowhead between the Chiefs and the Bills. One of the bigger games certainly of the weekend, but I want to talk to you first about the wild one that we saw earlier today in Tampa Bay. It looked like the Rams, they got out to a 20 to nothing lead at halftime. It looks like it looked like they were just going to completely dominate Tom Brady but uh, the magic of this guy maybe the greatest quarterback of all time finds a way to get this one tight and tied with about forty seconds left in the ball game at twenty seven apiece I know our friend and colleague Chris Andrews said the worst possible scenario here was this game to fall Buccaneers minus or excuse me the game to finish Buccaneers winning by three points and it looked like that was a real long shot for a long time and then uh, uh, I imagine that was a sweat for you down towards the end there, where that was a real possibility.
4: Well, you, you know what, Bray? First of all, good to be with you guys, but uh, yeah, this one was exciting. But what? Here's the thing. I mean, you look at this game uh, between the, you know the, the Bucks, and it looked like it was going to. But that was not going to be a good result. Uh, had the game fallen three, but I'll tell you what snuck up on us uh, is money uh, money line parlays on the dogs. Now, think about this, guys. You know, all three of the games so far have come down to the last play where the Dogs have won by exactly a field goal. But what we didn't realize when you start, now you start calculating results, you're watching bets come in and everything like that. One of the things that snuck up on us as we look at, you know, the scenarios here are playing out in this last game here between the Bills and the Chiefs is how many. Uh, how many parlays there are on the money line going to the bills and they are significant and it uh, uh, I gotta tell you it, it, it you know and you take it I mean obviously and you, you chip your cap to the people that were betting them but oh my goodness gracious we were we were surprised when we realized uh, looking at the what if scenarios at just how many uh, money line dog money line parlays there were four teamers uh, and they're headed right into this game right here so uh, actually, uh, you're going to find that the books tonight, not only did we need, not need the, uh, the Buccaneers to win by exactly three, but we need uh, the Chiefs for a pretty good number tonight.
2: So Vinny, thinking about where the Chiefs game is right now, tied at seven midway through, roughly through the second quarter. You talked about all the dogs coming through in a sense. This game was getting close to, I saw a couple ones out here in Colorado. So basically almost in a sense, a coin flip and a pick them. And then late money and late moves on the Chiefs coming in where this line closed for the most part out here. Consensus in Colorado sitting at two and a half in favor of the Chiefs. Did you guys see a lot? Of late, money coming in on Kansas City as well. Yeah, similar, James. Yeah,
4: it was. Uh, we got down to uh, to one there with one and a half with the Chiefs, and then all of a sudden, yeah, there was uh, there was buyback uh, on the Chiefs right there at the end. But again, it doesn't take you off the exposure of those money line parlays going to the Bills tonight. So uh, again, I think you're going to find uh, general consensus that bookmakers are in fact Chiefs fans uh, for this one tonight.
0: Vinny, did you do okay, and of course you've talked about the extensive uh, parlays there with the dogs on the money line, but did you do okay with the Bengals winning that game outright otherwise because it looked like there was a steam of Tennessee money that came in prior to close on that game. It was pretty much three and a half all week long. In fact, it opened at two and a half, got up to three, three and a half, and then ended up closing four. So the Bengals not only covering but getting the outright win, was that an okay result for you?
4: Yeah, yesterday was a good day. I mean, again, guys, it looks, uh, you know, but again, it's deceiving. And a lot of folks, you know, it, it, there's a misconception out there that, you know, books always want the, every dog to come in. That's not the case. What you always hope for is that balance, right? You don't want all the, all favorites. You don't want all dogs. But here's what really amplifies things, too, is let, let's face it, only four games uh, compared to a regular uh, a regular season weekend, right? But these are very high-profile games. And the fact of the matter is, po- folks get involved even more so uh, with the playoffs. And again, as the as the weekend progresses, you had both dogs yesterday. But again, even though it was, dece- it was it's a little deceiving because they were going to today uh, with parlays uh, to both sides. But again, what uh, uh, what really uh, really uh, is uh, uh, is looming are moneyline dog parlays uh, in you know in terms of four teamers going to this game tonight. But uh, yesterday's results, good, uh, but certainly set the stage for today.
2: So, Vinny, let's try to take your focus away from that last leg of those four, that fourth leg of the money line parlays with the dogs here with the Bills and look ahead to next week. We know what the NFC Championship matchup is going to look like. It's going to be a rematch of the NFC West showdown that was just at the end of the regular season with San Francisco going on the road and actually winning that football game in Los Angeles to secure themselves a wild card playoff spot. And now we're going to see the same matchup here in the NFC Championship game. Where did you put that line with the rams versus the 49ers in the nfc championship game both with this the, the side and the total
4: yeah use three and a half james and uh and then for a blink uh they grabbed the uh three and a half with uh, with the niners i know there was some fours out there uh but now we're at three and uh uh you know i think i think what we did we certainly took into consideration and, and i think Uh, you know, because let's face it, the Niners did uh, win both meetings during the regular season, difficult task, right. To beat a team three times in one year. And we took that into account, uh, you know, anticipate, especially with, you know, the Rams coming back and and winning that uh, winning that game today, the way they did, Uh, but they grabbed the 49ers. It's interesting too. the 49ers are the only exposure in terms of the future book as well. Uh, So uh, right now, uh, they did uh, they did grab the three and a half very quickly i mean that uh, that number was up for just a, a barely a couple of minutes before we went from three and a half to three.
0: Vinny, I have to believe you expect a big, big handle on this NFC Championship game here in Las Vegas because you've got both teams from California. We know our proximity to Southern California, all the LA Rams fans coming to town and betting their team. And I know the South Point has had a large contingent of 49er fans as well. So, I mean, I imagine this one's going to be a monster for you.
4: Oh, no question about it, Brad. In fact, uh, and and of course, the Super Bowl is going to be at uh, SoFi as well this year right so anytime you know regionally we get the game uh, close by it always it always adds to the handle I mean the Super Bowl is enormous as it is but when uh, what, what you have now are folks on their way to the game that are going to stop here and uh, and purposely you know a lot of people a lot of people if they're flying they don't like to make connections they're not going to have a problem or any uh, uh, reservations about uh, or any hesitancy about having a little bit of a layover in Las Vegas uh, on their way to the game, so yeah, this uh, this and again, you know, the handle on the game is going to be uh, helped by not only the matchups but also the fact uh, that propositions are are, are going to increase too. We've seen that in recent years. You know, the Super Bowl has the most propositions, but when we get to the NFC and AFC title games, we even uh, we add even more than we normally would too. So, it's going to be a tremendous right next week, uh, no matter what the AFC matchup is. But certainly, the NFC matchup is going to be tremendous.
0: Vinny, I've got just about 20 seconds here. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals will represent uh, the AFC as one side in that championship game, whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs as their opponent. What do you think that spread is off the top of your head?
4: Well, it's going to be a, a, a tough order for the, uh, the Bengals again going to, uh, on the road here. I think you're going to see, depending on what comes out of this game here, uh, my power rating, I've got the game and with the home field advantage, probably about uh, six, anywhere from six to
0: seven. All right. Yep. I figured it would be in the neighborhood of a touchdown as well. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining us here on the Pro Football Blitz. We'll talk to you again soon and enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Vinny.
4: Always good to be with you guys.
0: All right. That's Vinny Maliulo. Check him out at the South Point, the chief odds maker for Gone Gaming. Of course, his colleagues, Jimmy Vaquero. And Chris Andrews, all there running the show for Michael Gone at the South Point. James and I will come back, update you on the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo currently with the ball in a 7 7 ball game. Into the second quarter here, they pinned the Chiefs down with that punt. They forced the Chiefs to punt it back to Buffalo. Now Buffalo on offense once again. We'll be right back with more right here at VSINC, the Sports Betting Network.
4: This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on v the Sports Betting Network.
0: The Buffalo Bills stopped again on offense. We mentioned in the first drive that it looked like the Chiefs defense was uh, just a knife through butter as far as Buffalo going through that unit for Kansas City. And it looked like uh, on the scoring drive for Kansas City that that Buffalo defense maybe was a little bit better prepared. They just weren't prepared for Patrick Mahomes rushing the ball. But now that Kansas City defense has stepped up and they have uh, forced the Buffalo Bills to punt twice now. Kansas City will now get the ball back on offense once again inside their own 20-yard line, still tied at seven apiece in the second quarter, just under nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. Kansas City is a -a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. Market year your total, now down to 49 and a half as things have slowed down here a little bit. And I thought Sean McDermott might choose to go for it there on fourth down, James, but it was a play for a loss on third. It was a handoff to Devin Singletary on third and two, and he lost two or three yards. So it set up fourth and probably about five, and Buffalo was at about their own 40-yard line. He elects to punt,
2: and the Chiefs are back on offense once again. Well, just an interesting play call right there. All right, is it is who's the MVP of this football team for the Bills? Is it Josh Allen or is it Devin Singletary? Well, let's go ahead and run a stretch run to the outside, knowing the fact that the their best defender on the back end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Tyron Matthew, has been ruled out of this game with a head injury, most likely a concussion. He's not coming back and then prior to that, Jerron Reed on the interior was knocked out. That's why they went to the TV timeout while we were at the break. He went down with an injury as well. We'll have to check the status of number 90, big fella on the interior for the Kansas City Chiefs defense, but really conservative play calling in my mind for Buffalo considering the fact that How they started the game going down a couple fourth-down conversions, in particular fourth and goal, and going ahead and going for the football, going and running the football there and trying to score the ball instead of kicking a field goal. Just kind of thought that you had the momentum, a couple injuries on the defensive side for Kansas City, and you have Josh Allen, who they have not been able to contain yet yet you want to run a stretch play on the outside with the running game to Singletary. That's the one thing, Brady, we have to always consider too. We think about the players and we know the magnitude of the game when you get into this and at this level of the playoffs and especially now both teams potentially feeling like, Hey, we're going to host the AFC championship game if we win this football game. Now what happens on the coaching staff when it comes to having to make decisions in the clutch?
0: Patrick Mahomes with three straight passes for around 10 yards. In fact, they do give him the first down on that one, and they're now into Buffalo territory, about the 43-yard line, with about six minutes, six and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter, and a big run there, and they're now down into the red zone, and Kansas City becomes a three-and-a-half point favorite in the live market, and your total ticks back up to 50-and-a-half. All right, James, it is time now to play America's favorite game show, Consider it, book it, or drop it. Okay, we are going to talk about teams and their odds to win the Super Bowl. I will read off a stat sheet. James will try and guess who that team is. I will reveal the team, and then we will decide if we want to consider making a bet on that team, uh, booking a bet on that team, or completely dropping a bet on that team to win the Super Bowl Team number one here, James, after upsetting the number one seed, they head to their first conference championship game since 1988, a game they won, but eventually lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl. This team's odds to win the Super Bowl as of earlier this afternoon were plus 750. Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, indeed. What do you think? I mean, this is a hot
2: team with an awful confident quarterback. Yeah, I think you have to consider it at this point here. Now they've made it. They only need to win two football games and the the fact that for Cincinnati, whoever they're they know they're going to be going on the road. So they're road dogs in this sense, but it's also a team that's talked about we relish the role of being the dog. And nobody gave us a shot at Tennessee and the the fact that even though Joe Burrow got sacked 9 times in that game and it's not a good offensive line, although I I would say a number of those sacks were based on Burrow rather than the offensive line here. I mean, there's talent out there to be able to make plays. And sometimes here, the, the pressure is off a team like Cincinnati. Plenty of pressure on teams like Kansas City, who's expected to be there. Los Angeles Rams, who all the money and, and all the trades they made during the offseason as well as during the season this season, uh, really to put them in position to be one of the leaders and and the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. I think you could consider it at that number.
0: All right, let's take a look at team number two here. They also upset a number one seed. This team will head back to the conference championship for the second time in the last three seasons, their last appearance in 2019, when they also, like the Bengals, lost the Super Bowl. This team's odds to win the Super Bowl earlier this afternoon were plus 450.
2: What are we talking about, the Los Angeles Rams? It's the Niners.
0: They the have Niners. been to the NFC Championship game twice in the last 3 years and of course lost the Super
2: Bowl in 2019 to the Chiefs. So the Niners at plus 450. Yeah, I think and and I mean if we're thinking about the San Francisco 49ers, I think at this point you have to consider any of these teams based on those numbers and Where they sit now, the fact that the Niners, if they go on the road and if you're going to go now, you're going to go play Los Angeles. You just won at Los Angeles just a couple weeks back so you have the confidence knowing you've been in SoFi Stadium. and It it felt like San Francisco 49er heaven away from home there. It was half and half when it came to the crowd noise and, and the physicality that we've seen out of the Niners. And This is another team that relishes playing in the underdog role. I think you absolutely have to consider it.
0: And we've talked about this before. Uh, They're probably going to be, I'm guessing, maybe plus 135, plus 150 on the money line against the Los Angeles Rams in the championship game. And then if they end up going to the Super Bowl, you know, will they be a dog to either, you know, certainly not Cincinnati, but Kansas City or Buffalo, they probably would. So, you know, do you just roll over that money line bet on the 49ers? Probably plus 450 is a better price. But is that maybe is that price big enough for you to create a
2: hedge opportunity, James? I mean, it could be if they actually can get there. I think the only thing that concerns me with San Francisco is the quarterback and thinking about Garoppolo. You have to make some throw. I mean, they didn't score an offensive touchdown last night in Green Bay. This is the team that really it was the breakdown in special teams again for the Green Bay Packers. Now it's not taking anything away from the defensive, uh, from from the defensive effort that we saw out of San Francisco last night, being able to shut down. Shut down that offense with Aaron Rodgers. They scored on the first drive, and it looked like, wow, is this what it's going to look like in Lambeau? Is this going to be a one-way street? And that was the last time we really saw them do anything offensively. So I think it's more so based on the defense than the offense. But I think you could find a head situation in there because most likely San Francisco makes makes it to the Super Bowl. They're going to be a dog in that matchup.
0: All right, let's take a look at team number three here. And pending today's result, this team is trying to head back to the conference championship. For the fourth straight year, their last playoff game, they handled their opponent easily, winning by 21 points. The game went over the total. This team's odds to win the Super Bowl earlier today, plus 350. Buffalo Bills. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> All
2: right. Four I'm straight. distracted, Brady. I'm sitting here. I got eight dimes on this on this first half over, and I'm watching Kansas City wanting to run the football with with just over two minutes remaining in the red zone. Just wondering for both of these teams, do you want your quarterback to win the football game or is it the running back position? But going back here to the Kansas City Chiefs in this matchup, I, I, I mean, you're looking here. It feels like I'm feeling like Buffalo's feeling the pressure. You're gonna run the football at, at midfield on third and third and two. You have Mahomes here, if Mah- if Kansas City is able to get by Buffalo in this divisional game tonight here, uh, they're going to be hosting the AFC Championship game, and then all the confidence. We know that, yes, they did lose last year in the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay, but this is a team that's been there and done that. This will be, if they get there, this will be their third straight appearance in the Super Bowl And with Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, that offense, as well as Andy Reid on that sideline, who at least hopefully here as we get to the two-minute warning in this game against the Buffalo Bills, will be a little more creative on offense. I think they're going to be trying to win the football game. I, I, I think right now at plus 350, we definitely have to consider it.
0: Well, if they end up winning this game, they will face the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that just beat the Kansas City Chiefs a few weeks back. So you talk about the Bengals, you know, kind of playing with house money, have all the confidence, not a lot of pressure on them, and the fact that they would go into the AFC Championship game knowing that they have already beaten their opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs, very recently. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Just go to vsin.com slash podcast. You can get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, The Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all for free and available. available. Available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll come back and update the game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City driving at the two-minute warning in the first half. Still locked at sevens. Kansas City trying to punch one in before they get to halftime. We'll be back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a
3: moment.
1: This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on v
4: the Sports Betting Network.
0: It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be there with you throughout the playoffs and then on to the championship weekend, where we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make your plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action. At Vsin.com, Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. Patrick Mahomes and company, they do get the touchdown to take a 14-7 lead on third and goal. Patrick Mahomes, kind of a bootleg rollout. Rolling to his right, and the Buffalo Bills had some pressure on him. Mahomes kind of threw it up there in the back of the end zone, and he's able to find Byron Pringle for the score. The extra point is good, and it's 14-7 to in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Under two minutes left to go in the first half. The Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen will get the ball on their own 25-yard line trying to tie this up before they go to the half. The uh, spread is currently down at BetMGM as far as the live spread, but the total remains at 50.5 there for the entire game. A minute and 52 seconds for the Buffalo Bills. They have all three of their timeouts as Josh Allen and company start on offense, trailing by seven points. James, we were just talking about the Cincinnati Bengals in our game show, consider it, book it, or drop it. And, uh, of course, they knock off the number-one-seeded Tennessee Titans. That's the second time in recent history that the Tennessee Titans have bowed out of the playoffs after one game as the number-one seed in the AFC. And the Bengals just keep on rolling, 19-16 to 16 year final. They win it outright as four-point underdogs, and the game stays well under the total of 48.5. And, and you talked about this as well. Joe Burrow was sacked nine times in that game, But how about the rookie kicker out of the University of Florida, Evan McPherson? For the second straight playoff game, this guy connects on four field goals. And in this one, it included the game winner from 52 yards out. This kid has been absolutely clutch in two of these wins for the Bengals to keep this thing rolling
2: speaks about confidence, and we've seen that each one of these games so far through the divisional round. The first three came down to a kicker having to finish off the game and make the kick. Now, we saw special teams last night and the impact of of poor special teams play for the Green Bay Packers really come back and bite them and lost lost that game at home in Lambeau. But for Cincinnati, it's such a young team. I don't know if they realize that they're not supposed to be doing this right now, Brady. They're not supposed to be in the AFC championship game. They're too young to to make these plays, to make those kicks. And even Joe Burrow getting sacked nine times, he's supposed to fold, right? He's supposed to, well, they were beating me down, and I'm supposed to to learn from this experience and get better and growth and character-driven, all those kind of things. But I think the thing with Joe Burrow – is he is such a competitor, and he, regardless of how many times you hit that kid, I mean, he, he, he he's like Rocky Balboa, right, in the first Rocky, where he just keeps getting knocked down, getting back up, cut me, Mick, cut me, go ahead, let's keep firing, I'm not afraid, he is just such a leader, he has such leadership characteristics and qualities about him, that that team rallies around him. We saw that in college with him at LSU and his short tenure there uh, at the NCAA level, but that definitely has manifested itself with those character traits. When you're talking about leadership, it's not just about the ability to make throws, read coverages. It's also about toughness. And that's something that Joe Burrow has. And I think that just permeates through the rest of that team because it is a very young team. You talked about the young kicker, man, when you're confident and that, we saw some reports last night after the fact where the young kickers talking, he's getting it. He, he's kicking the ball in the net, a couple warm warmups. He's like, well, Hey, winks at winks at his boys. Like, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game, and then he's money, right? He just drills it right between the pipes, down dead center. I think this is a team that has nothing to lose right now, and yes, they have plenty of flaws, and it starts right there on the offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. But right now, this is a team that nobody—at least I didn't expect them to be in the AFC Championship game from the start of the playoffs. Definitely not when we got to the start of the season, but where they're at right now, they're playing with house money, and Brady, you know what that's like to play with house money. You're not afraid to fire, and Joe Burrow epitomizes that.
0: Yeah, I thought that was great. The report that came out about Evan McPherson as he trotted off uh, onto the field to go attempt a 52-yarder. He looked back at the teammates and said, well, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. That's awesome. I love that. And of course, he drilled it for his fourth field goal of the game, his eighth in the last two games. It looked like Tennessee was going to drive the ball downfield and kick a game-winning field goal towards the end of this matchup as the game was tied at 16 apiece. But Ryan Tannehill throws his third interception of the game and that set up Joe Burrow for that game winning drive and that very first play he finds his man Jamar Chase and immediately had them into field goal range and you'd think you know this Bengals team I I did not bet this game and and I don't believe you had a play on it either I have never been a real big proponent of the Tennessee Titans this season and the youth of this team and just a second year quarterback and then that rookie wide receiver Jamar Chase I just didn't know how they would respond after winning their first playoff game over the Raiders. How are they going to respond going on the road against a rested team? But, you know, you said it. I, I think Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase, they both have championship medal, don't they? <gasps>
2: touchdown there we go we're on the board sorry Brady we got it there I think if we kick this extra point we're gonna hit this eight dimes for the first half to go over now we're relying on a kicker but it's there uh okay back to back to reality here I'm, I forget what I'm, good for you my man I'm sorry this is a big position for me so question it, can you please restate the question but it's a touchdown there it is it's on the board
0: yeah what was that Josh Allen to, uh not not McKenzie. I think it was Davis Davis uh, there or, it is Gabriel yes, it's Davis. Davis
2: and here it is here's your here's your big play all right, here. here we go yeah well worst we'll you can we'll do is here. push right <laughs> right Worst you can do is push you got to put this on the board here and and that the whole is set we're ah, not look at not, that celebrate that's right with what 37 seconds left on the clock like that kind of party all right now we're gonna see we rolled it over from I played live with Tampa Bay was one point plus point plus twelve and a half in that second half. Fired a few dimes on it. We're going to roll that ticket over here. Now we'll see where this comes out. Once it pays out, we'll roll that ticket again in the second half. Let's have some fun.
0: <laughs> All right. The gambling man, Mr. Salinas, off to a good start there. And thank you to Josh Allen and company. And this is a tie ball game, by the way, 14 apiece. You mentioned just 37 seconds left before halftime here. Kansas City remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market and your total creeps back up as well now to where it was before kickoff at 54-and-a-half. And And I was just talking about, James, it looked like Tennessee, despite all the troubles that they had in this game, uh, they were in a position to win it. It looked like uh, Ryan Tannehill was going to drive this team down and kick a game-winning field goal of their own, but he throws his third interception of the day, and that really set up Joe Burrow and company uh, on their game-winning drive. The very first play, he finds Jamar Chase. They're immediately in field goal range, and you talk about the confidence of Joe Burrow, but Chase as well. I think that tandem, Burrow and Chase, they absolutely have championship medal, and that comes from their
2: days at college winning the Natty. And you think about it, confidence just matters. I don't know how to put that and, and quantify that in some kind of spreadsheet and analytics, what have you. I mean, these are the intangibles that you see in champions and it's the confidence not just when you're ahead and you're a front runner and you're playing well and you're winning and it's all smiles and popsicles and popcorn and everything else on the sideline when you're rolling as a kid you learn through toughness you build character through losses and I think for a team like Cincinnati think about Joe Burrow and the fact that when he came in a very number one draft pick last year really took a beating last year but I think The one thing that I noticed about him was his ability, again, that Rocky Balboa kind of mindset. I'm just going to keep getting back up. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm not afraid. I'm not going to get rattled. And, yes, unfortunately, he took a serious knee injury last year. How long was it going to take him to be able to come back from that get back out onto the field and perform not only from a physical standpoint, but from the psychological standpoint for somebody, somebody like me, who's had a ton of knee injuries. You're always thinking about that. Even subconsciously, it's sitting in the back of your head somewhere. He's never been hurt. That doesn't rattle him. This is a kid, Joe Burrow at the quarterback position for Cincinnati, man. This, this kid is such a, we, we can throw this term around for so many players out there leadership, being a gamer, what have you. But this is a guy that, Guys follow him. His teammates follow him. They take his lead. They saw what a beating he was taking last night, whether it was because of the offensive line or the fact that Joe Burrow was hanging on to the football too long. I think it's a combination of both. But they know the toughness that he brings. And when you have a player like that, or you have a leader like that on your team, that just elevates the level of play from everybody else. Hey, man, our quarterback's out there taking shots. This ain't that hard. I'm going to step up and compete as, as well. And you just see the elevated level of play from everybody involved. When it comes down to trying to make plays and having to step up and make a win, that's what they did. And you, The other side, the lack of leadership, not only on the field, but Mike Vrabel, Coach of the Year, all those kind of things, throw that out the window. They dumped that game and they blew that game to the Tennessee Titans yesterday.
0: Yeah, maybe Zach Taylor, Coach of the Year, maybe Joe Burrow, Comeback Player of the Year, maybe Jamar oh, yeah. Chase, Rookie of the Year. Burrow, by the way, 28-37 for 348 yards passing, one interception and no touchdowns. We'll come back on
3: I don't know what that means.
0: It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today.
1: CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.